0: Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. And this is the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast.
1: This podcast is all about taking action and creating that badass business abundance and life that you want,
0: where we share stories, laughs, wins, and epic fails to show you the whole picture of the entrepreneurial journey. It's
1: not just unicorns and rainbows, people. Jump on and follow us through this raw and witty roller coaster where we get down and dirty and go behind the scenes of life and entrepreneurship. Get on it. Get over it.
0: And get after it. Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. Welcome to the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. We are back again with another incredible guest. Lynn, tell us all about our guest today.
1: Yeah, Crystal Rose from Dallas, North Carolina, not Dallas, Texas. <laughs> She's a dynamic revolutionary coach specializing in empowering high-achieving women. She also shines as a host of two podcasts, The Embodied Baddie, which I love that name, and Bre- Beth, Breathwork Bessie. Can't get it out of my mouth, but I do love that name as well. Setting her apart in the world of personal development is her innovation, which leverages Embodiment tools and the power of subconscious reprogramming. Unlike conventional methods fixated on mindset, Crystal's methodology delves deeper into the realms of transformation. She is highly dedicated and guides business owners, corporate trailblazers, and coaches on a profound journey of healing and rapid belief transformation. Her mission is to liberate individuals from the clutches of stagnatism, relentless hustle, and scarcity, propelling them into a realm of tranquil ease, unwavering alignment, and boundless abundance. Let's welcome Crystal. Thank you. Wow, yeah. <laughs> mouthful for me first in the morning, but I love it. I love a good
0: bio.
2: I do. I'm here for it,
0: but... and you know I love everything about this. Talking about getting out of Thank scarcity, you. getting out of you know, getting into your boundless abundance. That is so important because we often swerve into that horrible Oof. dark land that we try to avoid. But that's right up our alley. We're super excited yeah. to have you on the show. I love it. Yeah, it's very easy to do. <laughs> very easy to do. It's shockingly easy, actually. So yeah, we're going to try to get away from that today. So tell us a little that. bit, how did you get started on this road? Because nobody starts their, you know, they come out of the womb, and they're a revolutionary mm-hmm. dynamic coach. So how did you get started on this journey?
2: I mean, I kind of didn't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> that's what makes me a badass.
2: No. So here's, here's the thing is, I've owned multiple businesses. And I kind of just, I loved everything I did in different ways for different reasons, but it was always very, very hard. (laughs) And this most recent business, I kind of like achieved my way into on accident. I had a boutique and I was also a nutrition coach and I was like nerdily obsessed with nutrition. And I stumbled across this woman who was like, this new coaching modality will help you get your clients deeper and better results. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want that. And I looked her up and I'm like, oh, oh, she's going to help me blow up this business. Like forget, she can't teach me anything new. Let's be real. I don't have anything new to learn. I'll just get her business advice. And within two weeks of being in her program, I was like, what is happening to my (laughs) life? Like everything started to change, just everything. And I had had a lot of childhood trauma things are getting healed. I'm sleeping better. I'm feeling better. I'm not stressing. Anxiety is disappearing. Just create my business, my boutique. I'm like tripling my sales without trying. I'm like, what is happening? So six months into that program, because it was 10 months long, I realized like, oh no, I need to be doing this. This is a gift. I received this amazing, incredible gift for myself. And now I need to turn around and give this to other women I'm a jerk if I don't do this you know like I'm robbing people so I eventually I just gave away my nutrition coaching business entirely everything to one of my coaches and I was like here he you goes your business now <laughs> um, and then eventually I walked away from the boutique and now I do this full-time and I'm obsessed with it I love it so much
0: we <laughs> oh. love business owners who are obsessed we are obsessed so Spessed. we 100% <laughs> understand that drive to do all the things that's we resonate with that for sure because that is all there is to it is finding that obsession and turning their passion into a profit is so important
2: yes yeah and this in this business is the first time that I've been in love with the process not just the outcome so it's been (laughs) quite a difference
1: (laughs) I, I love that um Amanda and I often have conversations around like we could work, which we're not advising to work 24 yeah. seven, but we we say that flippantly because we do love right. so much what we do. And it it's so natural to us and like um, stalking you and getting to know you, like it feels like, and now hearing your story out of your mouth, it feels like all of a sudden it was like this aha, and you knew like, this was just a part of you, not that you were supposed to share it, but it was very yeah. much part of you. Um would you like to share what what was the stuff that you learned there that really you bring into um oh your <laughs> all the women's lives around you now? Yeah, so traditionally personal development work um
2: is a lot of mindset stuff, right? There's like checklists and you read a book and it's like do this, think of things that way and What results is a lot of like babysitting your thoughts, right? Like don't have negative thoughts or try not to think this way. And so when it comes in, you're like, no, stop it. (laughs) You're like karate chopping your thoughts all day and it gets exhausting and we find ourselves, you know, convincing ourselves or like sort of trying to brainwash ourselves to believe something that we actually don't believe deep down underneath and we're kind of like white knuckling our way. And then something might happen, right? You get triggered or an incident or like the, something in the external world just throws you off and boom, now you're back to where you started. Or you're making that gradual way back to where you started and you don't even realize it until you're like, oh no, I'm here again. How? Why? Yeah. And in this, it's, I use different tools like embodiment work, and so that's feelings and sensations in your body, nervous system regulation, right? That calm, uh, rest and digest uh, parasympathetic nervous system. And uh, subconscious reprogramming, which is 95% of what we do, our actions that we take, things that we think, beliefs that we have are subconscious. And in this way, they stick. So I find myself being approached by, you know, certain situations or things that would trigger me in the past. And I don't have to think about how to react differently. I just do. And then I'm like, whoa, I would have done this, or this is something that would have happened. And that happens all the time to me and with my clients, even months after they end a program with me, I'll get a message and they're like, oh my gosh, this happened because they're not thinking about it. They're not babysitting their thoughts. They're not checking boxes. It's truly change from the inside out. And that is sustainable.
1: Speaking Absolutely. Of that, yeah. language.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know we were just That is exactly how I'm going to speak for both of us, Lynn. That's exactly how we feel that there's so much of this dialogue that's going on in our heads that is self-sabotaging. And even when it's, it's exhausting, it's Mm -hmm. exhausting to be policing yourself 24 seven. And that's what a lot of people start out at. It just is this, I, you start to think one way and it's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not supposed to think that way. I have to think this way. (laughs) And then you're, you know, you're by trying not to think that way, you're actually thinking that way more.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can only have one thought at a time, like genuinely, you can only have one thought at a time, but subconscious movement thoughts, like beliefs programs running. It's like having uh, three or four windows. Open. I mean, we're women in, in business, so we all have at least four windows open with 87 tabs on each window, right? That's like your brain. All of those little tabs are like subconscious beliefs and programs just like running that we don't have to actually think about. Like you don't have to think about walking, you just do it. Right. But at one point you didn't know how to do it. You learned and then your brain filed it away. Like, okay, we're good with that. So let's just keep going. Same thing with behaviors and uh, coping mechanisms and all of
1: that. It's just a new muscle. You're learning to flex. Mm -hmm. I was looking at Amanda, because Amanda definitely is the tab person. (laughs)
0: Listen, there's a method to my madness. I was looking at my computer of like 97 tabs open on just this one browser. It's fine. Oh, yeah makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I recently realized our, our head VA, our right-hand woman is the same as Amanda kind of broke my heart a little bit, but I knew it already (laughs) where I'm going to put everything away. Um, I, I love what you're saying because I also, um, had a lot of trauma, childhood trauma and young adulthood trauma, um, which I wrote about in the book, but, um, and I write about And talk about all the time and um the the act of reprogramming the subconscious mind is not just about like saving the energy from like fighting that particular thought but it sounds like you're also helping them unravel and take back energy from those moments in time and from almost the power that it can hold over you and i know this goes a little bit on the woo-woo side however there's such i was just having this conversation yesterday there's such an importance of no longer allowing that particular moment, that particular uh, memory to hold the power. And most people don't realize that it does. And so I love that you're you're doing this work and it's like an onion, it's multi-layered. It seems like that you're doing all at once to help women really transform.
2: Yeah, you get it, exactly, exactly. And when it comes to trauma, because I, I mean, I get a lot of women that come to me, they're like, I don't understand, nothing crazy, dramatic happened to me, ah, you know? But there can be moments that are frozen in time. It could have just been something really embarrassing or something hurtful or something you're afraid of or um, shame, right, that popped up that just, a tab opened now, now there's that program running that, that shifted your behavior um, and it's just running in the background. So if you've got trauma with a capital T or even just a little something, it's there and it affects you. And what I do is I don't even need like, you know, if you go into therapy, right. And you, you just unload, you tell them the whole story and it gets exhausting after a while, especially if you've had multiple therapists, you're saying it over and over and over again. And with what I do, I don't even need to know. I don't need to know it at all. I don't need you to relive it. I don't need you to speak it or say the whole thing. I just need to know what it feels like in your body and I can help you unravel it from there. And we can just clear like some things I can clear in a single session. And sometimes it might take, you know, a few sessions to unravel and then we get to rewire something even better and more supportive in its place.
0: That's awesome.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So you talk a lot about cultivating resilience through practical techniques. So can you describe a little bit or dissect a little bit what that would entail?
2: Well, I think when it comes to resilience, I mean, I think we build that over time anyways, right? I think I, even just being a woman in today's society is like, uh, builds resilience. And, you know, same thing when it comes to business, uh, we get kicked in the mouth on a regular basis. I mean, if you're not, that's cool. <laughs> that's great. Mm. <laughs> if, if you're not getting kicked in the mouth in business, but I think more so when it comes to, um, res- you know, resilience or even not allowing the external world to affect you, right? It's, it's increasing your capacity for all of it and regulating your nervous system. So if the world is just going nuts around you, it's so easy to be like, well, this happened. And so it's affecting me today. Or, you know, I'm losing this or this happened in my business. And you just kind of like let it take you down, like not on purpose, of course, right? It just kind of takes you down. And so if we're operating at like a level 10 and that level two comes in and messes up your day and you jump down to a level two, well, then there you are, you're at, now you're at a two and you're letting everything else ping pong you around. But when you are able to hold that 10 and you, and something comes in, that's at a two, right? That's just gross and crunchy and feels awful. You can acknowledge like, oh, this sucks. (laughs) There is no doubt about that. There's no bypassing. There's no like, I'll just be positive. It's like, no, this actually really sucks. And this could mess up a lot of things. However, I'm so solid in myself. I'm still up here at a 10 and now I can look at it with this different lens as opposed to crawling up inside of it. And now I live here. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this. And I, I love listening to other people explain. I mean, you do the work um and mm-hmm. do the work with others. And I've uh dove into this like this arena because this is something that I I love. I practice. It's part of my healing journey. Maybe not some of the same modalities, but definitely um working with resilience and like being able to hold that space Um, and essentially it's almost like taking back the driver's seat of your, of your life. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you're not at the whim of the past or even the present kind of triggers or, or like different memories or whatever. And, And I love that because it's, and if we go back to your your analogy, which I do love a good analogy, but having all of those tabs open, you know, eventually your computer's going to crash. Your computer's mm-hmm. going to be sluggish. Your, huh, Amanda? Your computer's going to start <laughs> acting funny <laughs> because it's like, I'm working all the time. And essentially you're, you are giving them their life back. Like it yeah. really is and business. And I can imagine, I'd love for you to kind of talk a little bit more about like the practicalities of like the actual things that you got back. Like, um, yeah, you got the energy back and your business are doubling and stuff, but really like, how did you see that unfold? Because it's, yeah, your mindset's going there, but it's also other things. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit around that.
2: Yeah. So like one of the things I noticed, um, like I was talking about capacity for a little bit, right? So I think most women, especially in business are operating at capacity, <laughs> like just mm-hmm. wide open. Right. And we're not actually supposed to do that. We, we should be like a, inside of the capacity. We don't want to be like stretched. Uh, in the capacity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't want to be there. So when, when I work with other people and then also with myself, it was about expanding the capacity. It wasn't about like, Oh, just do less. Right. Cause when, when you're working really, really, really hard doing the most and someone's like, Oh, I just like work less and I make more like, Carol, like what do you mean? Like how, how, and what it actually is, is increasing capacity. So that is, you know, with regulating your nervous system, like through these tools through these modalities i do a little bit of breath work and and there's just different things because it's just different things for different people right like you might need something completely different or something i say might hit affect you and not someone else so when we expand our capacity then we can actually expand what we're doing or maintain what we're doing but it feels like now we have so much more space to do things, to take on things. Oh, now I can actually hang out with my husband because I'm not feeling like I'm just stretched to the max. So it's like this process. And so now it's like, I'm doing more, but it doesn't feel like I'm doing more. And I'm being more intentional about things because again, when you're in your stuff and especially, you know, you've been in business for a while, you're like, what is she doing? What are they doing? Oh, they said to do this and oh, that and I'm going to do that. And this will be great. And I need more. And you're stretch you just keep stretching and stretching and stretching and you're doing all this crap that you shouldn't even be doing in the first place because you don't like it and you don't even know if it's helping or working or it is but it makes you miserable and so bringing it back into that intentionality and now I'm doing stuff that I actually really like and it's fun so my energy is behind it and it's working because I've given it a little bit of time and all of those things are in line and so now it feels easy because when you do stuff you hate the energy it takes is like tenfold more than if you're like, I love this. And you're just, woo, right? Like we were talking about working a, you know, you can sit here and work a 20 hour day if you're lit up the whole time, and um, probably not every single day, but you can work a whole bunch and you just don't feel like you're gonna die or this is too much or you're burnt out because it's in that alignment as opposed to just all the things. So I think it's really like practically we're tapering things down we're like, what are you doing that you don't need to be doing? What are you doing that you absolutely hate? Does it have, must it be done? Cool. Can we pass that off? And just really just start whittling away. So then now we're having fun. We feel like we're doing a lot less. We might even be doing a lot less, but now it's intentional and it's hitting the mark. And now we're making more money because like all the things are in line and they work.
0: Yes. I mean, I think it's so important, so important to really emphasize that, having the intention behind something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> However, when you are in business and when you are solopreneur or, or it doesn't matter where you are in the C-suite, if, where are you existing in business, you're going to have a lot on your plate. You're going to be a little bit of everything. And how you're intentionally focusing on different things will make such a huge difference in whether or not you are actually outputting productively. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: just working for the sake of working. I mean, I, in past businesses, oh my gosh, I'd be like crying every day. I was just like so maxed out and so tapped and so tired and it wasn't working. And, you know, just it's awful. But When there's that intentionality behind it, like you don't need to be on ten different social media platforms, right? Like, oh, I got to be here and I got to be here and I got to be here. You can test it and see how it's going, and then if it's not working or you don't like it, well, then do something else. But I think so often we're just like, well, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to. There they say the gurus, all the things, and now it's like, yeah, all the strategies actually work. They all work, but you don't need to do all of them. It's just what works for you. And that's different for everybody.
1: Well, it's not just what works for you, but it's also going back to what you spoke about and what you do, having the capacity and (laughs) the energy to put into that. And Amanda and I have had this conversation individually with each other and with other guests as well. And with our clients, it's like, you know, if you don't have any fuel in your tank, yeah. I mean, some of us are pushers and we can push through things, but sure. <laughs> you're not going to get the results because you no longer have that, like that, that, that excitement, that vibrancy, that even like capacity or connection to, um, sometimes anything. I just yeah. dealing with a, a new client and she's just completely like numb to everything. And that's because she has to get in there and do some of that work. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. what she's building upon won't come to the fruition that it actually can.
2: Yeah. There's such a resistance too, to like going inward sometimes, right? It's like, no, if I take care of myself, everything's going to fall apart. Like I can't, you know, I have my business. I have like, you know, if you have a family or kids, it's like, All of this juggling and all of this pouring, the whole like, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I'm like, you shouldn't be pouring. You should be overflowing. Like, Mm -hmm. you should be pouring so much into yourself that your capacity has increased so much that now you're overflowing into everyone around you who needs it. There's no need to bend. There's no need to pour. There's no need to wait until there's only freaking fumes, which is what most of us start out doing. And it's just terrifying. It's like a house of cards, right? So terrifying to just stop. And then go inward thinking it's just not intuitive. It's not what we think to do. It's not what we've been taught. Even though, you know, the whole, like, put your mask on first
1: before helping other people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> especially women, especially women. And I'm not throwing shade at men, but especially no, for sure. they find find themselves because uh, men do too. But women definitely, because we, I mean, it's natural for us to be the caregivers and the, the the nurturers, right? Even if we're not nurturers by disc assessments. Um, I did want to point out one key thing that I want to repeat for you that I don't know if our viewers and listeners heard is you shouldn't be pouring the actual, the, the, the fluid, the tea (laughs) overflowing. So it should naturally come out of you. And it's interesting because I thought of like moments in my life where Um, You know, especially when I started traveling all the time and like I was really embodying, it was like a new level of like who I was and me refining myself after a divorce and um, all of this other stuff, like businesses were doing great and it was just, I could feel it, it just like exuded out of me. And the responses that I would get from the people around me were just completely different. And people were like, Oh, I'm vicariously living through you and this and that. And that has its other like weight that you Yeah. People kind of put things on you. But it's interesting. I'm thinking of that. And I, I really want our listeners to hear that it's not about pouring, it's not about the act of pouring, it's about allowing yourself to overflow. So that way you're fulfilled, but also you're able to fulfill others. I, I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That yeah. might be like the nugget of the entire <laughs> podcast agree. so far. I absolutely love that you are not pouring from your cup, you are overflowing so much that there you can't help it spill out on everybody else. I love it. Love it. Love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's I mean I live by that and and when it relates to business because I think it's really hard for a lot of women to be like I don't, I have to invest in my in my business, right? They're like they don't want to invest in themselves cuz the ROI is not like super tangible right it's it's not ad spend here like there's it's not as as tangible but um there's a jim Rohn quote and i'm gonna mess this up but it's something about um you know your success can only go as far as your personal development you know because you got those layers and and there are going to be energy leaks and and things to work on at this level right now that future you can't bother dealing with right? like if she's dealing with that up there i mean you didn't do your job down here and and in order to do that it's who you become in the process it's not about getting to that end goal it's who are you becoming as you work through these things and you reach that level of success
0: you know i think that as entrepreneurs as, as small business owners business owners in general we put so much on ourselves Because there is so much at stake because you've got employees, you've got family members, you've got obligations, and it can be very overwhelming, especially when you realize that you're not pouring into your own cup, that you're not elevating yourself and that you're not developing yourself. So you are stunting your own ability to grow because you have capped out yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think that
2: we look at it as I mean, and I know I did before, right? Like the bubble baths and the going to get a mani pedi, you know. And you're like, I don't have an hour and a half to go get a mani pedi, or like I don't want to spend money and blah blah blah. And 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 while those things absolutely are self care and they can be, and if that's what lights you up, amazing, and that's what like overflows you, cool. But sometimes it's even just a few minutes of mindfulness in a day. Like sometimes it's literally taking three deep breaths at set alarm (laughs) points throughout the day. It can be so simple and so small. All of the homework I give my clients are things they can perform in all of five minutes without anything, you know? But we make it so big. I don't have time. I don't have time. Even celebrating. Oh my gosh. Like that's the biggest thing. Everyone, all of my clients hate me when I'm like, how are you celebrating this? <laughs> they tell me they did something great. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cause they usually are just like moving the target, right? On to the next thing, on to the next thing. Cause it never feels the way you think it's going to feel when you get to it. But it we have to make it feel that way now. So let's celebrate this now. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go out and buy a Dan Gucci purse. Like it could be just buying a yummy seven dollar coffee because and indulging in it, you know, or loading up a shopping cart online and then emptying it, (laughs) you know, just because it feels good to do who, whatever, whatever your thing is, uh, there's so many ways that can be low cost and can also be in just a few minutes in order to fill up your own cup and overflow.
1: I love that. But one thing that I want to point on, and this is something that, um, we talk a lot about and. I, I love self-care and I, I do a lot of self-care I'm very and just because of my own beliefs and even though um not beliefs but also beliefs but also because of my own history and people see the external like like you said the spa days or whatever like the massage or or acupuncture or whatever and it's some of it's preventative just because of my my health history but You also touched on another point is about like those simplicities of like just breath work. And I want to make a comparison. I'd love to hear your input is that a lot of times what I found are people like, yeah, I'm doing self-care, especially I'm not throwing shade at Bangkok, but Bangkok definitely seems to be a quantity over quality type of environment in a lot of ways. And so they're doing these things, but it's at a superficial level. And what you're teaching people to do is actually do it at a core level. So that way they are able to support because yes, can going to the spa, like invigorate you for a little bit a little bit of relaxation. And if you but if you don't put in the mind work, if you don't put in the energetic work, if you don't put in that 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 internal shift, that's yeah. just a superficial kind of band-aid or uh keeping up with the Jones Joneses look mm-hmm. um which I do find here. I also found it in Hawaii but a, a lot more here. Um uh, that, you know, people are running around in their, how I always say Lululemon, but I know that that's wrong, but <laughs> you know, and like doing the things, but it's more, it's not, it's not the true work. And again, I'm not trying to throw shade. It's not the, the true change of work that can be done. And when you couple both together, it really can make a difference. And I'd love, yeah. love to hear your opinion about this because I might be looking at it from, obviously I'm looking at it from my lens, but
2: Yeah. I mean, you're talking about just going through the motions as opposed to actually feeling it in your body. Right. And so when, whether it's a cup of coffee that we're using to celebrate or indulge, um, or a full blown spa day, because, oh my gosh, you hit that milestone. You really need to indulge and do something luxurious that you wouldn't normally do for yourself. Right. It's not about just checking the box. It's not, don't buy the thing online, go to the store, try it on, feel it on your skin, you know, like feel it, sip that coffee. Mmm. Ah, it smells so damn good, right? Like really be in it and, and sit in that energy of appreciation for yourself and sit in that energy of, I did it, or I'm doing this for me and this feels good. I normally would not take 15 minutes out of my day to just hide from other people and just be in silence or I normally wouldn't spend $8 on a coffee or whatever it is and really feel it in your body. Like I'm doing this for me and this feels so good. But if you're just like, yeah, I celebrated by going to the spa. Okay. But like,
0: how did it feel,
2: you know, like the whole time and I'll, and I'll be there right with you being like, you're amazing. How does it feel? So good. Take a deep breath. You know, Like, Feel it. You deserve it until you can do that yourself. But just checking the box, it's just checking a box. It's about how it feels in your body. And that's what imprints it. And and it you remember it next time. And then it gets easier and easier and easier. So when you do hit that really big milestone, now it feels the way you always wanted and dreamed it would feel because you've had so much practice.
0: Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head talking about appreciation and grateful and understanding that that's half the battle of really understanding your, your role in the world is being appreciative for what you have and not mourning the lack of something that you don't have and being grateful for where you are in that journey, because that's so important for your overall mindset.
2: Absolutely. And even like, I mean, this, I think this can be woo woo, but this can also be in scientific is manifestation, right? And a lot of people are like manifestation. I have a vision board and I just like dream about it. And it shows up in my life. And and that's not what it is. There's actually a spot in your brain called the reticular activating system. And its job is to find opportunities and ways to get what you want. And it doesn't understand negatives. So if you're so focused on what you're not getting or you want something but you're noticing the lack of it in your experience rather than it's already done i have it i know what it feels like when i have it well you're going to get more of what you already have so gratitude is a super easy way to show that part in your brain like yes please more please i love this so give me more and your brain's like cool let's keep finding opportunities and ways to like bring more of this in so that's how you can manifest things is by focusing on the gratitude and the joy and not like fake positivity, but really like, yes, I want this. I don't have it. That kind of sucks that it's not here. Obviously, I'm not delusional. I know it's not here. Um, But how does it really serve you to focus on how something's not here? Let's just sit in the in the. It's coming. I know it is. It's inevitable. And if you're, you know, a badass woman business owner, like, and you work, you'll work yourself tooth and nail to get what you want. Well, then you know it's going inevitable anyways. So why not sit in the feeling that it's already here, and then it comes faster because your brain is just working. Oh, okay, <laughs> we need more of this, or hmm, this isn't very congruent with her experience. She's acting as though she already has it, so we need to get it here faster and make it happen.
1: Love that. All right, yeah, <laughs> uh, we are already coming to an end, and we love to be respectful of time. So, what what would you like to leave the the listeners with? I
2: just think that. Investing in yourself will always pay off, especially if you're a high-level woman, you already know you're going to work for it, right? And so when you are willing to bet on yourself, that is not only more powerful, but the ROI on that is going to be tenfold of you betting on anyone or anything else.
1: Yes. I love <laughs> that. 100%. Ah. Huh. Yeah, well, I can think of it as like my aha moment when my inner voice said, if you don't invest in yourself, how do you expect others to invest in you? Yes. It's in, <laughs> it's in one of the books. I can't remember which one, but um, I talk about that. And it's like, and it's so powerful because I was investing in myself, but not in the way that mm-hmm. that really was creating that change and that momentum. And so I love yeah. that. Um, how can people find you?
2: So you can find me on Instagram at the embodied baddie. That is my Instagram handle. And then crystalrose.com, which is C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-L rose.com. And then literally Google me. You can find all the things, all the podcasts, all the things.
1: (laughs) All
0: podcasts. We love it. And of course that will be in our show notes. So if you are listening, Off of our website, anywhere else in the world, you can find it at thepursuitofbadassery.com. And of course that will be listed in our show notes, all about Crystal.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Crystal. We appreciate you being on the Pursuit of Badassery. Thank you guys so much for having us. This was actually really fun. (laughs) We love love having our guests on. We love it. I love it. So good. So everybody till next time. Get after it. All right, everyone. It's not enough to just listen. Now you've got to put it into action. We are so excited to see what you do
0: next. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes. And to find out more about what we're doing, visit us at thepursuitofbadassery.com.